Excuse me, sir, can I get you the finest mount? Priest, show me the people who work at this weird place that snakes and humans meet. <laughs> Yeah, ready to open up? Ah! Let's get up the rug! All right, Stacy. You're the best opening bartender we've got. <laughs> I was born with a terrible ailment. Freeze! Show me Stacy as a child. Tiffany, put your wings away. Nobody wants to see that. Can I keep the tail out? No! So says Principal Thoreau, put a barrel. Freeze, show me Principal Thoreau barrel. Thoreau barrel's office. Francisco's very own Emperor Salvador Cueto. Today's show is brought to you by VP Recreator Cueto. Recreator that one fifteen cement years in seven.
And welcome to House of Pride Radio, episode 141, brought to you by your host with the most, that's right, Emperor Salvador Tovar. And I have co-hosts calling in today, or actually in town this time. We have the lovely and great Mike Evans with our Imperial News, followed with Corey Vaughn, your crown prince of San Francisco. Before we get started, we'd like to give an acknowledgement and a shout out to our corporate sponsor here today. Psych, it's not corporate, it's local. That's right, San Francisco's very own Sparky's Fun and Joy, where you dream it, they create it, they blow it. Visit them on the web at sparkysfunandjoy.com or hell, just go over there to their store at 115 Clement Street. Pick up the phone, 415-236-3858. Give Ryan or Sal a shout and just tell them that you heard it right here on House of Pride Radio. So with that, let me introduce my lovely co-host here, Mike Evans. Hey, Mike, how are you? Oh, you know, fine, I suppose. As fine fine as I can be. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, so you guys heard Mike last week and he was like, this is fine. Last week he was like all uh, shits and giggles and dick and booze. Or was it? booze and dick yes <laughs> no no i'm much better than fine actually i'm really glad to be back in san francisco because los angeles uh quite frankly sucks balls sucks lots and well, lots of balls i hear a lot of people here in san francisco suck balls as well i have also heard that i have at no point ever experienced it hmm. ever <clears throat> ever <clears throat> ever Ever. No, 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 never. <laughs> well, with that, we'll actually get started here. We have a caller on the line. Jethro, is, are you, um, can you hear us? Hello. Yes, I can hear you, Sal. Hey, so, how, so everyone, let's give it up for Jethro. He is our Mr. Gay 2016. Yeah. 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 Mr. Gay, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> So, Jethro, tell us how it's been. So, you uh, are the Mr. Gay 2016 as of June, and we're now in August. So, you've had roughly about two months in this new um, position here. How's it been for you? 
it's been great sell um um going into the the title i really um had a purpose so i i kind of have, have like a plan and um as to how i'm going to spend um my reign uh, so the the past two months have been great uh, on the very next day after my reign i actually guested at a radio show um called the drex show here in the city and um i was invited to um panel with um our Mr. Drag King um, of the city, Alex Yuan, and we uh, disc uh, we were talking about uh, the post Orlando um, scene and how Pride um, was going to be carried on after what happened, and it was great. And after that, I've had a couple of um, appearances, um, uh, which I think uh, was with you as well. I was at the Gappa uh, Coronation, which was really fun. Um, yeah, it's been it's been great so far. That's pretty amazing there. Now, yeah, so you attended, or I heard you attended, but not only attended, you actually presented an award out there mm -hmm. at the Gaffer Runway Pageant. Give us a little bit about that. Yes, I did. Um, as, as, as you know, I was a past um, title holder as well. I am Mr. Gaffer 2012. So um, the show is really, um, really fun every time. It's very funny now that we have two new hosts. Um, Jess Bell and Sir Whitney Queers, who are also both title holders from the Imperial Council, they are doing a really great job. And um, during that night, I was tasked to um, present the uh, first runner-up award for both Mr. and Miss Gappa. Very nice. Now, some people might consider you a title whore there with these two amazing titles that you have here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But uh, so so yeah so I am looking forward one as as you being part of our court this year uh -huh. uh, to the many things that you talked about. We were at a, a meeting on Monday and you were mentioning mm -hmm. a lot about the fifty years of fabulous. Now this is something that I haven't talked yet about the, on the show about. But it, what I enjoyed about you talking about this was it's it's in essence what we believe in in this year's reign, which is about telling our story and preserving our history. So with that, I wanted to give you some airtime to, to, to talk about 50 Years of Fabulous and let all of our viewers in, or our audience know about the, the movie. Yes, uh, if you remember, Sal, we had that little conversation at the lookout and we were talking about, uh, you, you were about to run for emperor and, then, and I was very surprised that your mission was really to talk about the history of the court. and. Um, that made me really happy because um, we were in the middle of finishing our productions for 50 Years of Fabulous, which chronicles the 50-year history of the Imperial Council, uh, which started uh, the international court system. And um, that really got me excited because our your your vision is in line with, with the film and the vision of the film. And so here we are now. We're almost done. We have been editing for quite some time now. Um, we've consulted an executive producer who is multi-awarded and he has advised us to um, take some time to really improve the film because there is much promise and he thinks that the film could be very, um, um, a very important piece because it, it chronicles not only the history of the Imperial Council but also the history of the LGBT community in San Francisco and chronicles that history through the eyes of the Imperial Council and through the experience of the Imperial Council. So it's a very unique perspective 
um, you know, um, and, and and that's why I am very excited right now, and I have devised an outreach program and an impact strategy that will carry this film to the different venues where um, we could reach younger generations because I think that it is really important for the younger generations to know about the history, to know about where we've come from so that they will not forget the struggles and the challenges that the LGBT has overcome. And I think, um, I think that we, we should focus on that. And I, I'm, I'm so glad that um, you're doing this radio show as well to uh, particularly tackle um, that challenge. And um, I'm very excited. We have gathered um, contact information of different LGBT organizations from Stanford, from Berkeley, and from the San Francisco State University. And from those um, schools alone, we've gathered 50 contact information of different organizations, LGBT organizations within those schools. So if, for example, at least one of, of each school will respond and will give us a screening time or a screening venue in their schools, then that would be already be great. And we can spread the history about the Imperial Council in these venues. But we, will, we, we plan to, um, to get some more um, contact information and LGBT organizations involved from diff all the different schools here in the Bay Area and as well as the other cities that where uh, there are imperial courts present and functioning, uh, we also are planning to collaborate with with all the different um, courts from all these different cities, so that you know we could um, explore screening the film there as well. Yeah, no, I think that's amazing there, Jethro, to be talking about the, the other cities that we're getting outside of our bubble, right? We talk about San mm -hmm. Francisco and all the uniqueness that's here. We talk about mm -hmm. the privileges, for lack of a better term, that we have mm -hmm. here. Yet, you know, we also, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the injustices that happened, even in the Castro where we had a gay bashing that occurred. Um, actually, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it was a little, it was it was probably about two weeks ago. And so this, mm -hmm. is a, this is a great opportunity for you to reach out to, out of our community where we feel norm and we and we have this, this, um, manageable expectations of where we want to go with our history but you're going out to the youth and i think that's a really key piece here and that's been some of our messaging that we've taken back to the community and to the court is that you know what we've got to bring and groom the next leaders we've got to look at the 30 and below because i mean if we continue the way we are right now i mean the dinosaurs are extinct and and i think you're doing an excellent job of hatching new dinosaurs and making us like cockroaches and continuing on and living <laughs> a very, very long time where we get an opportunity to tell our story. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we can learn so much from, from the history. Um, you, you mentioned about the gay bashing. And, you know, in fact, during the time when Harvey Milk was killed, it wasn't an isolated, um, and you will learn this in the film, that it wasn't an isolated um, um, situation, 12 months before the Harvey Milk assassination, there have been a continuous uh, murders of, of, of in our community uh, by, by, um, by the haters, by the uh, um, heterosexual haters during that time. So, um, and what transpired after, after Harvey Milk uh, was also very historical when, um, um, when the, the protests and the riots happened, the white, 
white night riots happened in the city hall. So I think it is very important to know that history is because we we could learn from how our um, forefathers have fought and you know how they organized themselves as well when they dealt with um, situations like that. Yeah. So Jethro, tell us, tell the tell the audience how you can get a or how we can find more information about the fifty years of fabulous and to find out more information about Mr. Gay twenty sixteen. Yes, definitely. So you, we have a website. It's at www.50yearsoffab.com. Again, it's www.50yearsoffab.com. And um, um, if you want to get some more information about me, you can also look for me on Facebook. I'm very easy to find if you can spell my last name. It's Jethro Patalinghug. <laughs> um, but um, I, I'm, I'm usually um, posting all my activities on my personal Facebook page. Um, I don't have an, um, I, I do have an alter ego uh, page, which I use for my music, uh, uh, for my music stuff. Um, as you know, I'm also a singer and songwriter. I'm coming up with a, a new music video soon, which I'm going to release um, next month. Um, you can find me on www.facebook.com slash Jethro SF. Jethro SF on Facebook. Yes. That's right. So yes. you can hear him and his music and his video. Now, question that, that the audience wants to hear. Heels okay. or no heels in this video? <laughs> um, uh, it's going to be a surprise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. Surprise, yeah. surprise. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you guys get an opportunity, go check out some of Jethro's pictures and images. You can also go to my Facebook account at Sal Tovar and see some of our postings that we did during Pride where Jethro really went out there and let it all <laughs> hang out. Yes. <laughs> He was he was the human disco ball there. <laughs> well, Jethro, thanks so much for calling in on, on the radio show, and uh, we look forward to having you later on in the season and seeing how your current uh, your your position is and how well your events are going. Definitely, thank you so much, Sal, and I'll be here to support you as well, you and Emma. Great, thank yeah, you so right, much, Jethro. Good. You have a great day. You too. Thank you. Again, audience, this is House of Pride Radio with your host, Salvador Tovar, the Emperor of San Francisco. And I have my lovely, sexy co-host here, Mike Evans. Sexy? Really? Like, okay, all right, I'll, I'll wear it, I'll wear it. Sexy. Okay. <laughs> and we'll be right back after this short break. Again, this is House of Pride Radio, brought to you by Sparky's Fun and Joy. You dream it, they create it, they blow it. What else can we do when we're feeling low? So take a deep breath and let it go. You shouldn't be drowning on your own. And if you feel you're sinking, I will jump right over into cold, cold water for you. And although time may take us into different places, I will.
And this is House of Pride Radio. Brought to you by your co-host here, Salvador Tovar. Now, Mike Evans with the news. Good evening, I'm Michael Evans. Hopes are dwindling tonight in the 11-month search for my dignity. Last seen on the 29th of September 2015 at Heathrow Airport in London, volunteers in Los Angeles, Palm Springs, Las Vegas and San Francisco have been searching for my missing dignity since December last year. Well-wishers attended a candlelit vigil in the Castro last Saturday, described as a ceremony of hope and hopelessness, of innocence lost. I was nowhere to be seen, although eyewitness reports suggest that I was in the back room of the powerhouse. A spokesperson for the powerhouse in the south of Market District of San Francisco explained that it was exactly the sort of place a stupid bitch with a slut complex would frequent. Police were eventually called to break up the candlelit vigil after several drag queens attempted to list all of my sexual partners in the sassiest way possible, resulting in thousands of dollar bills littering the streets thrown by onlookers screaming yas. This is Michael Evans reporting for the Imperial News at 1822. Sal? Wow! (laughs) Talk about the back room there. Hey, you know, I was actually there. Were you? Yeah, I, I actually went and attended the powerhouse. And it, I mean, I don't go there often. My no, 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 of course not. No, no. You, I, I, you don't seem like the kind of person that would. I mean, you're the emperor after all. <laughs> back room? What's a back room? I, I have no idea. It's some, somewhere <laughs> where servants and serfs go, right? Yeah, maybe we should ask the empress. That actually is her host bar there. Wow. Yeah. Oh, oh, was that oh. some shade queen? Oh, no. my God, girl. <laughs> Jesus. Woof. Well, many imperials are, are created in the back room. Are they really? <laughs> Imperials and, and and memories, of course. Yes, yes. and I guess mm-hmm. other things can be created and, and stay on a person. Or yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Ew. Well, yeah, so anyway, I had fun. We, had a, we attended an event last week. Well, actually, that was the event where I was like, oh, Mike Evans is in town. So great. So I kept chasing Mike Evans. I mean, <clears throat> of all people, the emperor of San Francisco chasing the news <laughs> the news chases me that's what i thought but well, apparently not <laughs> uh, which which day was this this was friday so friday we were at we were supposed to meet at the lone star oh shit and yes yeah, so i get a text message <laughs> this is actually really good I, i'm hungry and so i was like great i'll be giving you tacos and the tacos. Yeah. <laughs> so yet again, uh, booze and dick strikes. Um, I happened to be out with a few uh, other friends and completely forgot, as a result of nearly being blackout drunk, that I was meant to be meeting our dear emperor here at the Lone Star, and ended up going. Oh, do you know what? Fuck this. I'm off. Uh, went to the Castro to get something to eat, and then proceeded to fall asleep in my car, like a really. <laughs> really classy bitch so we kind of think about that as his way of reporting the news in the castro what by slip falling asleep in my car yeah he, he was stalking he was stalking news right so uh i'm pretty sure basically the same thing happened again two days later where we agreed to have dinner with each other and then i got hideously drunk do you see did you see a pattern for me here <laughs> Booze and dick. Booze and dick and booze, booze and, and dick, dick and booze and dick and booze and dick. And uh, and then I went to Oakland, I believe. Uh, and I definitely didn't drive there. Definitely didn't do that at all. 
why would you drive there, right? When right. there's other public transportation, or there is the sleeping in your car. And the, absolutely. It's or either, there's booze and dick. Oh, there's booze and dick, and a, and a wonderful meal which you actually bought for me as well. The emperor bought me a meal which I didn't turn up for. I actually stood him up. <laughs> I can, and I'm, I feel ashamed as as a good Christian woman. I feel absolutely ashamed that's what I did. But in all seriousness, as an Englishman, like being considerate is the most important thing. So at that moment there, I felt like, you know, I was showing my roots here and watching Grease Lightning. And I felt like singing, stranded at the drive-in. Right. Branded a fool. What will they say? Monday at school. Right. Are we going to do the whole song? Because <laughs> I don't know the rest of the words. My magic mic. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you can tell we're having a lot of fun here, can't you? Right. So, Mike, so let's t- talk about some of the... So, you're back now. That's great. I am back. And, Thank uh, you for that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so let's give it up. We yeah. will have him live Woo. here in the state in the studio, giving more and more of his time and more and more of your of dishing your news out there from the Castro. Yeah, of course, because obviously my my missing dignity is supposedly news. It's not news to anybody. Okay, when I came here, in all seriousness, when I first came to America. I was, the first thing I said to myself, because I actually moved a business over here, so I was kind of very sort of conscientious, and I absolutely wanted to make sure that it went really well, which it didn't, and one of the things I said was, I do not want my life to become occupation gay. So it did, uh, pretty quickly, and actually it's been fabulous. Um, talking about uh, talking there with Jethro about the history of San Francisco and the history of the LGBT community, um, I didn't really get involved in the scene at all, if they can call it the scene, um, in England whatsoever. Uh, it just just didn't really appeal to me. It wasn't my kind of thing. Um, coming over here in Los Angeles didn't really feel like I completely fit in. In San Francisco, though, it really does feel like home. And I, having been, obviously come from a completely different country, a completely different continent, um, the Castro is a theme park. <laughs> it really is. It's, but it's such a safe haven uh, now. And there's so much about LGBT history that I just didn't know at all, at all, until I came here. And I've been learning fast. I mean, I didn't even know who, I didn't know who Harvey Milk was. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so was that something you found as you were stumbling out of a bar and you're looking down and seeing this plaque that's right there on the sidewalk? And yeah, as, as I was face planting and giving lovely Alan Turing a kiss. I knew who Alan Turing was, but of course that's because he's British, uh, <laughs> naturally, and the father of the computer. Um, I didn't I didn't know who Harvey Milk was. I had no idea who these different activists were. Um, when I first came uh, to San Francisco, I was brought here by my friend Nick Dombrowski, who's in Thailand, who won't be listening, but if he is, hey, girl, how's it going? How's the humidity for you? Um, he kind of threw me around all these different people because he, he's fairly well-known, I think, or at least he knows enough people. Um and I had the pleasure of meeting a load of activists and people who are big in the community. And I was just, I was so oblivious. I felt like an 18th century London debutante just being thrusted in front of all of these um, Castro celebrities <laughs> and fanning and going, oh, Mr. Darcy. Um, but in all seriousness, I, without coming here, I wouldn't have known about any of this stuff. And as a 25-year-old guy, I really haven't had to 
put up with that much in terms of things like gay bashings or this you know society in general just being vile towards the gay community um and whilst i listen to my elders and i listen to stories that people tell and i can still feel the nervousness that comes from a lot of older people yeah that is going to be lost and i don't think that's a good thing um there are often times where I kind of feel ashamed to a point mm-hmm. um, of people my age and younger because they have no idea what no. has had to happen in order for us to get here. Now, why do you think that that's the case? So in, in the court, some of the big things that they talk about is, oh, the youth, don't, they don't want to get involved. And I said, well, no. I said, what are you doing to involve the youth? Mm. And that's, that's kind of been my comeback this whole year. The whole time you hear... I mean, you hear a lot of the monarchs that have been through this, and they've they've been around for the last 20, 40 years. Yes. I mean, the Empress, Emma Peel, she's, uh, shout out to her, she's out there working her tail off for <laughs> some jewelry for her emperor. Um, she's <laughs> she is uh, she's been in the court for twenty years, and, mm. and I mean, so she has all that history there, and knowledge. But I, I challenge them all the time to talk about this, and what what are they doing to empower the youth? I totally understand where you're coming from. Um, before I met anybody in San Francisco, I had no idea about what the Imperial Court was. I didn't. Um, I only knew uh, who the sisters were because the first time I was ever taken to Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood, uh, I saw these fabulous women with huge hats. And, and I was these like, aren't the sisters of, hey girl, that sister? No, as in like the sisters of perpetual indulgence, oh, excuse okay. me, yeah. <laughs> so I saw for the first time the sisters of perpetual indulgence crossing the road, and I said to my friend, who on earth are they? And he said, oh, they're the sisters of perpetual indulgence. And I'm like, what? I, I've never heard of these people. Um, that was the only time I saw them in LA, and then obviously I've, I've kind of been embroiled in that whole um, organisation and now the Imperial Court as well, uh, as a result of the Castro and Soma and San Francisco at large. Um, and it, they're fabulous organisations. They do a hell of a lot for the community. One of the things that I think in both cases is completely lacking is um, outreach to um, beyond the LGBT community. And that isn't to say that they're not doing anything, mm-hmm. because they are. I know that for a fact. Um I think more could be done. That isn't a criticism. That's not me putting them down. I mean, that's a fabulous work as it is. But I think actually people should know about what they do because they do wonderful, wonderful work. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's so much history. You know, I know more about um, the sisters than I do about the Imperial Court, although I'm learning quite quickly. Okay. Um, yeah, so in fact, one of our, in fact, the the 2015 Miss Golden Gate Rhonda Pacheco out there a rad Rhonda she'll be calling in later on to tell us about the story of what's going on with the Golden Gates this weekend mm. as the the contest comes to an end and we and we crown the new the 2016 Mr. and Miss sure. Golden Gate so she has, she's a straight ally there mm-hmm. and that was an outreach in addition to Rhonda she her being a straight ally she's also a cheerleader so the cheerleaders have infiltrated the Imperial Court in these last couple of years mm-hmm. well hell the emperor is a cheerleader let's just put it out there no no really <laughs> yes i am oh here God. we go Jesus let's Christ. go salvador oh so american Ugh. <laughs> um well you are an america girl no i completely understand what you're saying um 
I look forward to seeing more straight allies. Um, and also to see where the community goes from here. I think this is a really uh, telling time for the LGBT community. Um, I want to see how we move forward and how we become relevant. Because, okay, the fight is far from over, let's be honest, in terms of equality. We live in a bubble here in San Francisco, there's no doubt about it. Um, but in the event that things do become a little bit normalised in terms of gay people being allowed, able to do what they want, when they want, essentially, in the streets, what do we become as a community at that point? How, oh, yeah. can, how do we do good in the world at that point? Um, that would be an, uh, that's an interesting discussion that I'm not entirely sure is is really relevant at this, at this stage. Mm-hmm. Um, but give it a few years. I mean, I, know, I, I remember when I first came out, it was nearly a decade ago. It was 2007. And I didn't want to because I thought to myself at the time, being gay, you have to be a certain way. And that's been that's that's been shattered entirely. These these past nine years have just been incredible. Um We'll see where we go from here. You know, so much, as I say, so much progress has been made in the past nine years. Um, there is a discussion to be had about where we go. I don't know whether this is the time or not, but it certainly feels like it here in San Francisco. That's probably because we're so progressive. Got it. Yeah. Well, that's so. That's right, Mike. So let's go ahead and take a quick music break, and we will come back to you when I think we will have Rhonda Pacheco. She's calling in as we speak talk to you about the Mr. and Miss Golden Gate pageant. This is House of Pride Radio, episode 41, brought to you by Sparky's Fun and Joy. Here we go. Here we go again. Trust issues, not to mention 
They say they can smell your intentions. You laughing on the freak show sitting next to you. You laugh some weird people. And that is 21 Pilots there smelling your intentions. Mike, did you hear those lyrics? Uh, to be honest with you, I was I was too busy just kind of drifting off for a second here in, in what is a wonderful studio. No, I wasn't listening to the lyrics. Is there anything particular I should know? Smelling, I don't know. They were smelling something. 21 smelling pilots intentions. smelling something, yes, <laughs> from the Suicide Squad. Apparently that is in the top 10 for this week uh, on their music charts there. Well, it gives me great pleasure. I do have my, our other co-host who was stuck in traffic, although I kind of think he was probably doing the booze and dick. Booze and dick. But let's give it up for our crown prince, Corey Vaughn. Yeah. How are you, Corey? I'm well, and you? Pretty good, pretty good. How was your um, drive down here? Well, actually, I took mass transit. Oh. Hey, it was I... interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I took the 9R. No. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I dropped off at San Francisco General Hospital. That's another program. <laughs> well, then, we should. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then, of course, we did the walk here. Okay. Which was quite nice. There Got it. 11 laundromats between here and the hospital. Episode 42 <laughs> The People on NR. <laughs> General Hospital. Mike, that should right. be. We should do an episode where you sleep in your car. At the General Hospital with Booze and Dick. This just sounds like the consequences of Booze and Dick. <laughs> Sleeping in your car outside ER at the General Hospital. <laughs> Episode 42 coming up. Well, we have been talking about the diversity of where our organizations are going. Mike's been talking about the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. I don't think talking is about right. I think it's more just babbling on. <laughs> babble, babble, babs, babble. We also talked about some of the allies that we were looking for to continue the legacy of these great groups. So it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you guys our 2015 Miss Golden Gate, Rad Rhonda. Hey there, how are you today? Hey everyone, I'm doing really fantastic. Yay! Actually, yes, yes, but I'm actually 2016. 2016, oh, ooh, 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 Who's that? It's amazing. And, you know, I can't take her spot. Got it. <laughs> on my own. And Sadie Lady, FYI, is the Ryan Allen that we talk about that is sponsoring this show with Sparky's Fun and Joy. A little shout out to you, Sadie. So, Rhonda, it's coming to a close. It is. It's been an amazing year. There has been just nothing but ups, 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 ups. And um, it's been such an amazing experience to be able to make a difference for so many different communities and to be out there in our communities, being with people and making new relationships. It's been a year that I will never forget. And I hope that the contribution that I have given is, um, is so recognized by many people but most importantly, what I mean by that is the contribution that I got in return from being Miss Golden Gate for the last year is something that I will treasure forever, and it is absolutely priceless. 
That's amazing, Rhonda. In fact, we were just talking about the way these groups are going to continue growing is by getting out of our neighborhoods and out to other communities. And Mike and I were talking, among other things, with our hands, um, and we were discussing the opportunities that were out there. And I was using you as an example of what of an outreach outside of our hood and talking about you as a straight ally talking to you as about a cheerleader who is who's a philanthropic cheerleader with cheer san francisco as well as cheer seattle one of our newest organizations that we have out there um so yeah to tell us more about what you plan on doing i guess post your um your transition to the the new golden gates well, as you know, I have relocated myself physically to the Seattle region, <sighs> and I will definitely be a part of Cheer Seattle, and I will absolutely be a part of the Imperial Court here in Seattle, and also support Tacoma and Everett as well. Um, we have an amazing court system up here. Shout like out to my did. brothers and sisters out there in Washington. Yes. Holla! Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> And um, I will continue to travel to other coronations, which is part of our fundraising ventures out there, and uh, just continue to raise money. And, and it's not about me, it's about what it's about, and that is our communities and our livelihoods. That's awesome. Beyond ourselves. Yeah, so, so I don't think I've told a lot of people about this, but that I kind of am a unicorn. I am the Unicorn Emperor. And one of my trips, I well, all coronations that I go to, I, I take a unicorn with me, and somehow they go, they go missing. And I hope and pray that people, people take care of them. And last I had saw on Facebook was that Empress Donatella in Seattle had taken the unicorn Misty Blue out to, was it, I, was, I believe it was Vancouver? And she was posting. Um, Edmund. Edmund. Edmonton. That's Edmund right. The Edmonton Canada. coronation. That is right. So Misty Blue revealed herself yet again at one of the coronations, but she was passed over and we will definitely see. I believe she's in Canada right now somewhere. I'm hoping that she will pop up again in Regina. And we'll see. Oh. I'm hoping. Maybe she'll make it to Alaska. Oh, oh, that's right. Alaska. That's right. Alaska's coming up next week, too. Yeah. So, Rhonda, tell us a little bit about the, the contestants that are currently seeking the title of Mr. and Mrs. Gay. How do you feel about them? Well, the contestants that are currently seeking the title of Mr. and Ms. Golden Gate are absolutely amazing. I could not be more ecstatic and more proud of each of them individually. We have Kirsten, who is originally from Alaska, who was a title holder for the Imperial Council in Alaska, and she is a philanthropist person herself. She loves to make a difference in our communities and raise money. And she's very outgoing, very talented, and has a lot to offer. Oh, I had the, yeah, uh, I had the pleasure of meeting her, actually. Um, <laughs> she, was, and, <laughs> she was really nice. Uh, sickeningly so, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and to that end, our other Miss Golden Gate contestant, Mimiosa, is a wonderful upcoming individual herself. 
she's very talented, very outgoing, just beautiful. Well, they both are just so beautiful and up to making a difference in the communities and raising money as well. And those two are just amazing. And I, I totally see them supporting each other no matter who takes home the crown. <laughs> and just really supporting and making a difference for the communities. Um, for our gentlemen, we have Barry Miles and we have William and, or Mr. Bill as he likes to be called. And they are both amazing. They've been out and about in the community and the leather community and other communities. I think, Sal, you could probably spread more light on that. But they are both amazing and they supported myself and Leandro through the year and have contributed immensely and will either one will make the most amazing Mr. Golden Gate. I'm so excited and very proud of them. Yes, you can see both of those individuals at the place where we talked about earlier, the powerhouse. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rhonda, um, when we, we want to close here uh, with you, but can you tell us about the events that are coming up? So if somebody wants to go ahead and be a part of the festivities of the Golden Gate finale and weekend, can you give our viewers some information about that? Oh, absolutely. So Friday, Friday's really exciting because we're going to have a bus crawl. We're meeting at the lookout at 7 o'clock, and it costs $20, and we're going to tour about the city. We're going to the Cinch, Balançois, uh, OMG, I think, and the Powerhouse, and then back to the lookout, not necessarily in that order. Um, and that's $20. We'll have a fun-filled bus tour of adventure and wonderland. I'm certain of that. And then Sunday is our final finale. We are having our 20th anniversary brunch celebration at the lookout at 11 o'clock. Following that, we will head over to Collingwood Park for a fun game of Golden Gate kickball. And once that's complete, we will head over to... Um, Oh my goodness, where are we going? Toad Ribbit. Ribbit. Toad Hall. Jeez, I just went totally blank on that. So then we're heading over to Toad Hall, and I can't wait. And that will be our finale where the winners will be announced, and both Leandro and I will happily turn the reins over with excitement and, and wonder for the next people. Great, great. Well, that, Rhonda. That costs $25. That costs $25. And that's $25 for the entire day. Brunch, kickball, and step down. If we give you a $10 tip, can you have a cat fight when you set, hand over the reins instead of it being really peaceful? Because I think that might be actually quite entertaining. <laughs> and it is for well, charity, fun, Rhonda. You know, kind of kind of like a, a like a, a whale wrestling contest or something yeah like. <laughs> I, w I want some really ham-fisted fighting going on like like proper like dallas-esque just ridiculous <laughs> we're loving our special effects today well Rhonda, <laughs> it's as always um you are definitely a staple within our community you're definitely you definitely have a place in my heart with our cheer family as well as now our imperial family and i'm sure we're gonna this is not the last that we'll see of you within both organizations i look forward to seeing more of you as we continue on and 
and congratulations again. Let's give it up again for Rad Rhonda, Miss Golden Gate 2016. Thank you so much for having me. I do truly appreciate it, and I love you all, and I can't wait to see you on Friday. Great. We love you too, Rhonda. Have a great night. See you soon. See you. Okay, bye. Bye. That was such a nice talk with her. She's such an amazing person there. She really is. Although, I have to ask the question. Why would would Miss Golden Gate then immediately leave with the title and go to Seattle? Excuse me. Scandal. I know, right? Scandalous. Actually, we know the answer to that one is, it was for Dick. For Dick? Yeah. The booze was here already, but... I'm sure they have booze in Seattle, but Dick is as good a reason as any to move to an entirely different state. Correct. Correct. Her her episode was not booze and Dick. It was Dick. So you can have... There's many options that we're going to explore with this What with dick? Just many options of dick. Definitely. She went for you, just your ready-salted classic dick to a new state. (laughs) Yes, a raining dick. It's raining dick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. I love Corey over there playing with with your little phone there and the sound sound effects there. I'm glad you said phone. (laughs) Pew, pew, pew. Corey, um, so speaking of dick, um, how's your dick? <laughs> oh, you better get that check, go. All's, you, all's well. <laughs> that's right. We were at the powerhouse. <laughs> oh. Oh. That is right. You were the one that took me there on, on Friday. Oh. That's right. We were supposed to have an early night. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, so I get a I get a call. Well, actually, my coworkers had sent me to Oakland, and they were like, "Yeah, let's go out for a drink." And I was like, "Why?" Like, I mean, there's a close bar here. We're in the Embarcadero, so I went with them on the on the tour to Oakland, and actually, it was pretty nice. We went to Dogwood Brewery there, so that was pretty fun. And then we frequented a new bar. This is actually one of my friends' bar, and it's called. The port. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the port. Yeah, it's been open for I believe six weeks now. It's the newest gay bar in Oakland. The port. The port. port yes. Portico. Ah, as in any port in a storm. Correct. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Ooh, yes. Well, well, the port, not the pot. Um, the the reason for the name is actually if you see Oakland's port, all the ships, the the uh, the what is it, those um. Shipping carts and all that that Tankers, come in. Big yeah. cargo thingamajigs. They bring all those big boxes there. And Are they just full of dicks? Is that why <laughs> it's called the pool? <laughs> full of dicks. <laughs> and so they come. And actually what people have been doing because of the price of real estate here, they've been purchasing those those craters. Oh, the containers. Yeah, the, the containers. Yeah. yeah, they've been turning them into condominiums, into re- retail places. Well, what my friends did, they took the pieces of it. A lot of the the look, the decor in mm. the bar is recycled materials, and so they have a whole wall full of pieces of those containers out there. So that was pretty cool. And then I found out also that their actual bar is made out of the steel that was left over from the 1989 earthquake, I believe. 
Oh, yeah. that is sickeningly hipster, that. That's so Oakland. <laughs> no. <laughs> so Oakland. They're gay. They're they are gay. gay. Really? Hipsters are not gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but, you know, it's like, oh, this piece came from the 1989 earthquake. <laughs> I was there before it was cool. <laughs> Well, anyway, so they are having a great time. Uh, so when you go out to Oakland Pride, which is coming up, I believe at the at the end of the month, yeah, I'll give them a um, yeah. Oakland Pride is coming up here. I believe it's next week, as a matter of fact, while we're going to Alaska. And uh, and so if you if you are in Oakland, go out to the port. Let's give a shout out to Richard Fuentes there and Sean, his partner, and they will treat you well out in Oakland. So we're going to go ahead and take a commercial break. Not. Actually, we're going to take a musical break. But thank you so much. We are, our, our show today has been brought to you by Sparky's Fun and Joy. Sparky's Fun and Joy. Where you dream it, we create it, we blow it. That's right. Again, this is Sal Tovar, your host today of House of Pride Radio, the Emperor of San Francisco. situation and anytime you want it to stop I know I can treat you you down 
House of Pride Radio with your host, Salvador Tovar, your emperor of San Francisco. Let's get to oh, are we, are are we, are we clapping you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, did you hear the song by Sean Mendez here, Treat Me Better? I mean, I think my co-host here all should treat me better. Do you know who I am? <laughs> nah. Nah. Oh, well. well. As in, um, back in where you're from, they used to do this. Off with your head! Yeah, uh, did they? I haven't. I, I think that's from Alice in Wonderland, oh, that shoe love. <laughs> back where I'm from. Yeah, it happened all the time. My head teacher used to say it to me. So, anyway, so let's give it up for one of our local DJs here who we have in the house. Let's give it up for Byron Bonzo. Hey, Woo! Hey. Yeah! Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for coming to House of Pride Radio. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. What's new with you um, for this weekend, weekend? Busy weekend for me. Yeah. Um, Friday night, I'm doing uh, Happy Hour at the Lookout. Okay. And then Saturday night, uh, Tweeka and I will be doing Shangri-La at the end up. Very nice. Very so nice. Tweeka will be opening, and I'll be coming in at 2 o'clock to the after hours. So again, this conversation continues with the booze and dick. Booze and dick. Now, interesting, you're starting at the lookout, so that is actually where the Golden Gate uh, bus crawl is actually starting on Friday as well. So the from there, we'll be heading on this bus tour. It's like the finale for that weekend, so you're going to have a lot. Awesome. What time, what time were they, are they going to be at the lookout? I, the, I am, I'm from 6 to 9. Perfect, because oh. um, the bus leaves there, I believe it's 7.30. 7.30 sharp, so we'll be there anywhere between, you know, opening and... Seven. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Some will be there earlier. You know, some of the older ones get there really early. But, um. They're banging on the door. Oh. Let us in. Let us in. What do you mean, older ones? I'll be there just getting drunk. <laughs> uh, Mike, we have work to do. Oh. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> some of their uh, tater nachos are really good. So. Oh, yeah. So let's give a shout out to the lookout. Yeah. Chris is doing a great job over there and all the bartenders and staff. They've been very good supporters for the Imperial Court, as well as many gay athletic groups here within San Francisco, actually in the Bay Area for that matter. Um, so Cherisev does a lot of things for them on Sundays with, uh, with their Jock Sundays there. So that's a pretty amazing bar. They've really helped the community in all that we do. With the with our events that we that we have, so shout out to the lookout there. Absolutely, yay! Yeah. Thank you, lookout, for things and stuff and that. Yeah. So, Byron, you said you're going to now to the end up too. So, tell us a little about your style of music. Tell us about you know what your. Well, the great thing about the end up is they like a little bit of everything. So we'll just read the crowd, see what they're see what they're in the mood for when I get there. But usually at the end up, I play. Throw in a little house, obviously, and as the night progresses, we'll maybe segue into some tech, some techno, some progressive. Like I said, it all just depends on what the crowd wants. So nice. when, when you read the crowd, do you use tarot cards or poems? No, uh, uh, telepathy. Oh, uh, telepathy. Yeah. You, you, as I dated a, her one time at high school. <laughs> now, some of us actually use our hands to you know, gauge the crowd. Oh, really? Yes. And it's as not, he makes a cupping 
cupping yes, motion. I'm sure he's waiting <laughs> my phone in my front pocket when I'm in those crowds. Right. Hard to do that though. You come out of the DJ booth, gauge them, then run back and change the song. Yeah. Fair As enough. a British gent, I would strongly suggest tea leaves would you naturally. Say my, <laughs> my, head, my headset is not working well. And welcome Corey Vaughn back to the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. We haven't heard from you since last week. What's going on? <laughs> I think he's tired of his sound effects there. <laughs> well, they're not quite as efficient as I would like. But Ooh, we'll have new ones. Wow, shade coming here with from the mm. Crown Prince here. Right. With, with shoddy shoddy sound. <laughs> Wow, so let's see what we talked about. Oh, actually, Corey, I wanted to see if you can provide an update about our friend here. Tommy Castellani. Yes. So um, anyway, uh, we had mentioned on last week's show that a friend of ours had been bashed outside of a cafe on 17th in Hartford. And um, at that point, they had you know, sewn his uh, taxes job back to his skull and... and uh, no witnesses. They believe the bike helmet was used to smash his face. Don't understand the motive. And I just happened to catch it on the morning news on, on ABC. Well, uh, on the weekend, Sunday, when the sisters had their kind of, I think it was Saturday, Sunday, the sisters had a, a violence group there and had um, all the local channels were there. They all Correct. did segments and uh, remotes and... Um, Tommy was interviewed several times and trying to just explain it. Just a positive attitude that came out of the young man of not being broken down, but he's still healing. And um, his GoFundMe account had been helped out, you know, to help him have some um, living money and so forth. Uh, you know, it would be interesting when he goes back to the um, Badlands as he's, you know, security there and works, works the door that he'll see if he's, um, how, how he goes. But he's been very, very positive and everything around and everything he's done. But we still don't have any suspects no one has been arrested the police are, are looking into it you can't tell me with Orvin Andes and with all those bars right there and with the gas station right next door and cafe there's not one surveillance camera and how many you know people that live on this street don't have anything that's caught anything or anybody didn't see anything yeah so Obviously, the police are asking if you saw anything or heard anything. Please report it. But anyway, so he's uh, he was up and about. He's been interviewed, and the um, the uh, swelling and so forth, and the black eyes and sort of going down. Good, good, good. good. Well, yeah. So, is the GoFund still available for people to come out there? I'll check into it. I'll see. But um, you know, the links have kind of uh, had a lot of uh, sharing and so forth of what had happened. Yeah. We've had a lot of news coverage, so um, I'll, I'll put it while we're talking to see what it Got it. So shout out to you, Tommy, and um, um, quick recoveries there. But you have a great community here that is in support for you and anything that you need. And we'll have, hopefully, maybe later on and, and through other episodes that we have, maybe we'll have him on to talk about it specifically and what we can do as a community to support our you know, our brothers and sisters who um, who have been gay bashed or who have been involved in some kind of violence that that um, we need to stop. So, yeah, so we'll definitely continue and keep you guys posted on that. 
So with that, so we talked about the weekend and, and having a great starting out, an awesome weekend on Friday, with DJing going on. Right. And Corey, um, anything, I mean, you're helping out this weekend with the Golden Gate Games. Sure. Yeah, and we got a, so we got a bus crawl going on Friday, again, starting at the lookout. You heard Rhonda talking briefly about that and talking about her ending her reign here. Actually, they don't reign. They just have a, they have a year. So she was the 2016 uh, Golden Gate, and she will be handing off her title. Mike talked about his booze and dick experiences throughout the... Again. Yes. <laughs> Castro. Again. And uh, anything else going on this weekend, Mike? Um, this weekend. Um, I intend to wear a ridiculous 18th century wig um, and don some tights. I think it's just a coming, to be honest. I think it's just my calling. Mike is coming. So Mike is coming. <laughs> and actually, Again. let's go ahead and just call it out here. Mike is going to be given a title this weekend. That's right. So he's, he's coming out. Jesus. He wants the world to know. As he said earlier, right, he was like, I'm coming over here. I'm not going to really. You know, I'm not going to get into occupation gay. Yeah. Ten months later. It's fabulous. <laughs> so we will definitely see Mike out on the prowl as he is attending the events this weekend on Sunday and as well as the finale at the Toad Hall. I want to say there is a big show with the Backwoods Barbies up at the R3 on Saturday. And it's a Cruda, Cruda, Kink, Cruda Kink weekend. That's right. Weekend. And um, so that should be a lot of fun. They'll be performing. I believe Dee Spencer's on the piano at the piano bar at the R3. Okay. And of course, oh, Roger and cool. team will be behind the bar. Yeah. Oh, those guys. Oh my gosh, that over weekend, Corey. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that weekend that we were over there was. I don't remember it. Well, they <laughs> there put, are pictures. They put <laughs> "Do Not Trespass" or security tape outside of our doors. <laughs> yeah, and we ended up with that that straight group of guys with a wrapped inside of their their um, not we, apartment. We chose to spend an extra day where most of the guests had left and checked in where four. Amazingly beautiful, straight, hot, 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 hot boys in their mid twenties, and um, they were—they're uh, all bartenders and servers at the Epic Roast House over here on Barcadero. I beg your pardon. And uh, when they checked in, they were somewhat stunned, looking around, wondering why inside of their hotel room there were pictures of shirtless men. Some behind bars, some in leather. They thought maybe the decorator could be gay. They weren't really sure. Just the decorator. <laughs> However, it was just a matter of time before we won them all over. And we have photographs. Yes, yes. That was a fun... Actually, that's right. We saw RuPaul's Drag Race with them, the finale. Yeah, they, yeah. Were, they were all getting into it. That was kind of... That was a fun... Uh, that was a great weekend. Oh, my gosh. That was intense. The, one, was, uh, the, one, the one waiter had remembered me from another time, and as we remembered that we knew each other, and we hated each other then, but we're actually really good friends now. So. Sweet, <laughs> sweet, sweet. And Myron, so have you been out to R3? Uh, yeah, I was uh, I was just up there um, a couple, three weeks ago for Lazy Bear Weekend. Ooh. Oh, tell us about Lazy Bear. Yeah. Ooh, uh, Lazy I Bear. Year, you know, I, I had my reservations at Room 21 at the R3, and uh, we're ready to go, and canceled last minute so I could uh, 
be here in the city. Lazy Bear was Lazy Bear. It's always a blast, you know. We uh, we just went up on uh, on uh, Saturday and you know just walked down the street and hit all the pool parties, you know, and then just hung around and went to the big party uh, party that night, the underwear party that night. So the underwear party is really fun. The problem this year is that they didn't get the estate. Oh, concerned, so they went down to Johnson's Beach. I oh, that for Sunday afternoon, right? And right, uh, yeah. the problem there was that they could only have beer. So you know the the tags this year were two hundred and fifty each. Wow! And uh, the hotel rooms, if you were lucky to get any, were five night minimums. I know the room Ooh, that we canceled. Five. Wow! Was five nights at two fifty a night. So I just looking at it, you know, that's, that's two grand for five days, and yeah, wow! I can just look in the mirror and save the money. So. <laughs> Well, I went to Lazy Bear and didn't buy a pass and didn't go to the R three. Well, obviously, I went, I attended the R three, yeah, but I didn't you're stay a there. Old bearded ginger, so they just like I did have. I had a friend who's just moved up there, so that was useful. Uh, he lives in Monterio, <laughs> but you can do it. I'm not going to say on a shoestring because no, and many booze people costs. do. A lot of people camp. They have a blast. Yeah, and it's it's you know there's a lot. I I thought the tags were. Kind of pricey, but it was a you know an anniversary event, and right. So, and, and and based on the entertainment that they had up there this year, I mean, if you were there for the whole weekend, you definitely got your money's worth. You know, uh, Debbie Holiday was up there. Oh and, wow! And Leslie Jor- Leslie Jordan was Thursday night, and um, God, I'm blank. There was like there was like a performer every night, even at the pool parties, and even at Sunday afternoon at Johnson Beach, there was somebody performing. My favorite so. parts were the bonfires. Okay. With that time, and um, you know, as you wander around the house. <laughs> Mike, I heard you. So, Mike, I heard you were performing out there for the weekend. Performing. Yeah. Oral sex. Booze and dick yet again. Right. Now, I I, um, I attended the bonfires, and it was my first lazy bear. Yeah. Um, and they were um, they were quite eye opening. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Many eyes were closed. <laughs> Yes. Mm-hmm. We're rolling in the back of the head. Well, speaking of performing, I wanted to give a shout out. Yesterday, they had the um, well, the applications were turned in this past weekend for the the ducal court here in San Francisco for the um, Grand Duke and the Grand Duchess. Last night, they had the interview process, and I wanted to go ahead. And can and congratulate the three amazing people who are definitely going to be working hard for our community. So for the Grand the Grand Ducal Council of San Francisco, they have three candidates. A candidate for Grand Duchess is Majit Nielsen. We have two candidates for Grand Duke. We have Peter Griggs and Kobe Michaels. And Kobe Michaels is yeah. Woo. Kobe Michaels is actually a a former Miss Golden Mr. Golden Gate 2015. He was reigning. He was title holder with Sadie Lady at the time. So that's been really good. I'm sure that uh, Grand Duke Aja Monet and Grand Duchess Olivia Hart are going to be proud and help them through their campaigns as they aspire to be the next Grand Duke and Grand Duchess of the Grand the Court of. Sorry, <laughs> the, uh, the Grand Ducal Council of San Francisco. Now, do you guys have any um, any knowledge about both of the organizations? You guys have friends in them, or 
None. None. Yeah. I have very little knowledge other than it exists. He's got a drinking problem. Oh, actually, no, he did not yet. You've <laughs> only been here, or you've only been here for about a year or so. So that's. I haven't had a drink in over twelve hours. Okay, so <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, I, mean, I think we're hungry. Like, there's food I, waiting for us. Oh, we, yeah. Yeah. I haven't had a cocktail. I need a cocktail. And I haven't had food either. God. It's so hard for me when I walked in the studio going past craft services. I just didn't know what to do. Oh, man. Yeah, that would be a great place to go eat right now. Speaking of services, Mike, you want to talk a little bit more, g- give the audience an update about oh. UB? Really? Yes, I was hoping that yes, we wouldn't talk I about know. this. Well, because I, just, I said last week that I would have it all ready for this week, but things got in the way. And this week, I can confirm, it was Booze and Dick. <laughs> it was Booze and Dick that got in the way. Oh, yeah. Well, and celebrating being back in San Francisco. I'll discuss it more next week. There's not much point in me talking about it now. Got it, got it. Well, I will post some pictures up of the attire that you are wearing and that will be on your site that you'll be selling why are you lying? I'm completely naked. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what do you think about the about, about the um, nakedness? The, yes, <laughs> well, I like it when your nipple comes out of the shirt. Isn't but it? Is it? It's pretty hot. Really cool. I freaking love it. He's wearing a very very cool hoodie where he's taken and cut out. It looks like a paw print yeah. on the front, and he's got some fabric and and brass. What do you call those? Um, these are so these are. Brass rivets that are currently holding rivets, in place. Is it leather? Rivets. It, will you feel it? Feel it. Wow. Oh, very nice. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's it, the chest hair sticks through it too. Looks <laughs> very nice. It's kind of a. It's kind of like a a city slash Game of Thrones type thing there. Wow, we like that. Yeah. So when it, so that's how Mike and I met actually with. Oh, with that, this, yeah, with this particular. Um, Hoodie on, and yes, there was booze and dick involved, naturally. As and flagging, and, and sisters, flagging and sisters, and, <laughs> and Golden Gateness, and all of the gays. And it was Dory Alley. It was, it, it was basically the, the gayest it could possibly get. Yep. This year's Dory was a little gay. <laughs> oh my God! So I got to tell you. So I saw this image of the guy like shooting his load from the from that. I don't know from an apartment up there, and you have you see all the audience like from the streets there, and I was like looking. I'm like, whoa, this this corner looks very familiar. I wonder if I'm one of those people looking up because I mean you know you see people are putting on a show. Well, I'm zooming in there. I see a picture of one of my friends. I'm not gonna call him out, but his picture. He's just like has this like, oh my god, look what's going on. <laughs> I did I did text you. I'm like, hey. I think I have a picture of you. So yeah, so it's kind of interesting if you're voyeuristic and you're watching this exhibition activity happen where you know you thought they were tossing a salad, well they were tossing a lot more and now you are in the background of this image that is being passed around. Well, we were a little busy at the Steamworks Twister oh, stage. Yeah, that was oh. a pretty that where, was pretty intense. Yeah. yeah. It started out with jock straps and then ended out with jocks strapped. And then, um, yeah, it was interesting. So there was full frontal ads, as we expected. The boys were very polite and kind and nice. And they did let strangers come up and wrestle with them, too. Mm. So, so we by are... the way, those passes expire Saturday for those <laughs> free passes. I have still 10 of them if anybody needs them. <laughs> Byron, did you go to the, uh, to the 
Doriali? I actually had to work my my real job. Okay. And so I missed Doriali this year. Got um, it. I, I, there's like this empty space in me right now. Oh, well. I love Doriali and Folsom and just going around and watching people just go completely crazy. Well, Byron, you have a crown prince. You have the Imperial News, and you have the Emperor Emperor here of San Francisco who can help you fill that hole. Oh, I'm so glad somebody jumped into that space. <laughs> God, I've been, I was like, oh, is, is, are we going to let that go? No. Who are we? My microphone cord wouldn't go far enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome, guys. Hey, this has been a great opportunity to kind of talk, have a little bromance here and booze and dick. Give a little update about the Imperial News. Uh, one thing that I like to do when I close is I like to give some last thoughts. So before I do that, I'm actually going to take a quick radio My break. My going crazy. Could you contain that? <laughs> I don't have grinders. Yeah, so I'm going to take a real quick break. And when we come back, you will get our last thoughts here on House of Pride Radio, episode 141, brought to you by Sparky's Fun and Joy, where you dream it, we create it, we blow it. Find them at 115 Clement Street. Give them a call, 415-236-3858, or hell, find them on the web at sparkiesballoons.com. Again, this is Salvador Tobar, your emperor of San Francisco, here at House of Pride Radio. Crashing, hit a wall Right now I need a miracle Hurry up now, I need a miracle Stranded, reaching out I call your name but you're not around I say your name but you're not around I need ya, I need ya, I need you right now Yeah, I need you right now
right now. I need you right now. I need you right now. Oh, sorry. Yes, that was Chain Smokers. Don't let me down. Speaking of down, Mike, can you get off your knees for a moment? Yeah, and there's you talking to your ex-boyfriend saying, I need you right now. And I'm like, God, this is kind of ruining the mood, girl. (laughs) And back to the regular program. (laughs) Right. I don't have a boyfriend. Are we on the air? Yes, you're right. Okay. (laughs) Until the red light is on air. Got it. So, guys, so let's go ahead and go around. Byron, you want to start with the, any last thoughts that you have? Uh, you know, hey, thanks for having me in. Uh, I appreciate that. So catch me Friday night at the Lookout for Happy Hour. Uh, join Tweeka and I for Shangri-La at the end up uh, starting at 10 o'clock. Tweeka's from 10 to 2. I'll be on from 2 to or whenever until we throw everybody out. Sweet. And, uh, you know, it's you know it's the end up so yeah i expect to see everybody there at some point and And it's always the the end up yeah and tell us a little bit about shangri-la in case of the some of the audience yeah shangri-la um shangri-la is a party that's been i believe i believe they're getting ready to celebrate their 10-year anniversary next jan in january wow and i've i've been with them for seven years i'm one of their local regulars and i play like three four times a year you know and uh, they bring in a lot of great international DJs, a lot of great local DJs, um, you know, DJs from, you know, Seattle, L.A. And, and, and it's, you know, it's just one of those parties that just it's always fun. It's always packed. And uh, it's it's one of my favorite parties to do. And I absolutely love working, working for uh, for Danny and Papa Son. They're the two big promoters. Very, very, very big uh, place to go to meet very 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 hot Asian men if you're looking for yes Asians. they all look 12 too yeah <laughs> um, but the Lamborghinis look f- two weeks old <laughs> exactly so uh, no it's it's just one of those things that it's the it's always the uh, the fourth Saturday okay. of every month and um, yeah they just keep on chugging along and it's it's a pleasure working for them and I'm, I'm, I'm happy every time they ask me back so and how does our audience find find information about you and maybe some of your DJing yeah sure you can find me on uh, you can find me on Facebook at DJ Byron Bonsall that's B-Y-R-O-N B-O-N-S-A-L-L uh, I have a personal page I have a DJ page and I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at DJ Byron Bonsall and his cell number is 555-555-5555 close enough <laughs> For those of you that didn't hear it, that's five 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 five. So, are you guys going to explain to my husband why I'm getting all these strange texts in the middle of the night now? Oh. Well, if that phone number works for you, I'm, you're, you're amazing. I'm crazy. Every time bother these kids, you know, when they're going to be on a watch a TV show and they're going to go dial something. Like, yeah, exactly. Totally. Corey, so you're up. Tell us what's going on for you this weekend. Well, of course, as you know, we've got the big crawl yep. coming up. So um, I'm going to dart home from work, take the 5R, and I'm going to run home, and I'm going to change over into some nice bar clothes. You know, something sensible and nice. Maybe like a T-shirt with a bear on it. Maybe a pair of boots and a nice rusty pair of Levi's. Do some boots getting boogie. Yep. I'm going to hop on that bus. After I have my cocktail and my tater nachos at the lookout, 
And we're going to run up to the cinch after Balenciaga. Yeah. And then we're going to go to Edward Norton's. And then we're going to the powerhouse. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And then we'll ride back to the Castro, finish it off, get some rest. Saturday, of course, we'll be going to Shangri-La to support you, as you well know. Thank you. Right. Appreciate it. And then on Sunday morning, we're going to get ready for the Golden Gate Games. Got it. That'll be my weekend. Yeah. So any last thoughts for our audience? Yeah. My last thoughts are we all need to ignore Donald Trump. <laughs> Brought this up before, and now he's... Fuck Trump. He's mouthing around on the Clinton dynasty and their foundation. And the real sad part about it is that as he draws attention to himself, this foundation, no matter what it does, whatever they do, it still supports thousands and thousands and thousands of less fortunate people worldwide. There were 2,000 health workers in the fields in Africa and South America. So let's shut down a charity all over bringing attention to oneself, which is the, yeah. So anyway, keep that in mind. Be positive, register to vote, and uh, let's just move to the better. Absolutely. Got that it. If you don't register, you don't vote. Don't uh, don't complain right. if it. Yeah. So get out there, get the vote, and fuck Trump. Yeah. Well, the statue got moved. The statue. We forgot to talk about oh, it. That's yeah. right. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I'm sure we'll post some pictures up there. Out it was on. Was a water drainer? His penis. It was underneath the flat. But he had no balls. There was no balls on there. It was perfectly designed. You know. Did you ever see the you know, the Oprah show when they bring out like a wagon of like lard? You know, like, I, this is how, how much fat you eat in a year. <laughs> it's like fat and lard, and this is what the money looked like. Oh yeah, it was. I mean, it was a, it was an eyesore in the Castro. <laughs> appalling, appalling. How long did it did it stay up? I mean, oh, at least twenty four hours before they took it down, wasn't it? Cause, I believe so. Yeah, because New York, down? New York got the New York one got taken down right away. Okay. And the Seattle one got moved. Somebody moved it inside their shop. Okay. So, but I didn't. Yeah, I thought ours lasted a while. Ours lasted for over 24 hours. In fact, it was revealed in that, that morning. And then I remember that evening I was coming from an event, booze and dick, and I still saw a crowd full of freaking tourists there all trying to take a picture with it. Oh my I'm God. like, why are you trying to take a picture with that asshole? Come on. <laughs> well, the other thing, next week we're having a, um, there's a function for Scott Wiener at a local celebrity's house that will be going and supporting him. And uh, in our neighborhood, so uh, Scott Wheat is a good friend and fan of ours, and we're fans of him, so let's support him for state senate. Oh, that's right. Yeah, in fact, he showed up to the third anniversary of Jose Sadia's passing away this weekend that we had uh, hosted by Galilea, and it was at the Twin Peaks bar. And actually, that's where you come in there. You're in a couple of those pictures. I yeah, I am wearing a very, very loud orange yeah, shirt. Yeah, urine in the pictures. What did you say? <laughs> I think that was afterwards. But <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> but the funny story. No, no, no. Actually, I I actually like this story, Mike. I I would be it would be honor me for you to tell tell the story about the emperor and oh right. So I was talking to the lovely lady from. Um, from Alaska, who's uh, competing to be Miss Golden Gate. Kirsten, yeah. Yes, wonderful lady. Uh, as I said earlier on the show, sickeningly nice. I was like, oh, God, you're so fucking nice. Could you just stop being nice? Anyway, and I, I said to her, um, 
I said, oh, I'm, I'm here with Sal. And she was like, oh, you're here with Sal, the Emperor. I said, the Emperor? Hang on. Obviously, at this point in time, I'm not totally au fait with the court. So I was like, oh, he just described himself as the Unicorn Emperor. I just assumed that meant that there were several different emperors. And she was like, no, 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 he's the Emperor. And I'm like, hang on, the Emperor? And she was like, yeah, the Emperor. No, the Emperor. Yeah, the Emperor. And I was like, oh, my God, I've shared a bed with that man. And she was, she like touched me and she was like, oh, my God, I'm touching you. <laughs> it was so good. It was fantastic. But this is when I realized that I was actually in the presence of the emperor rather than an emperor. And since then, I've, I've just been pinching myself. I mean, it's like I'm in a dream you're or something. You're pinching yourself because you share an STD now. So. Right? It must be that. I thought there was something oh weird on my tongue, actually. That's the gift that always gives with our emperor. There we go. Oh, my God. Friends, look at him. I skates. As in, as in one, as in Alice in Wonderland. Off with your head, right? <laughs> Off with your head. Uh, any last thoughts? Um, yeah, if you could make mine a Quantro and Red Bull, that'd be great. Thanks. Quantro and Red Bull. Okay, okay. Well, again, this is Salvador Tovar, your Emperor of San Francisco, hosting here at House of Pride Radio. The last thoughts I can give is actually the closing ceremonies of the Olympics. That was so amazing to see what they did in the rain. I mean, just pouring down and people's dancing. It was very eclectic. I, I got so many ideas for my coronation that's, that's going to take place in February, February 25th, as I step down and we uh, crown the new new elected reigning monarchs at, during that time. So that's going to be quite interesting. I just I hope my tits look as good as some of those. I was like, wow, and my abs will... I know. Corey, stop keep, looking there. Keep, keep doing those push-ups every day online. That's right. Yes, yes. So, yeah. So, I got really inspired about the about the show and everything. I thought the closing of the fire was pretty impressive where the lady was singing and, it, and they were just putting the rain and all of a sudden it went out and that was, it was just phenomenal. The whole, like... I don't know that that vehicle of of, of like circles kind of stopped and it came to an end and it wasn't bright gold anymore. It turned to this like dark deep blue. So it was this symbolic gesture of the closing there. I thought uh, the uh, what is it Tokyo when they did the introduction of Tokyo doing the Super Mario Brothers and all the characters. I thought that was like so weird. <laughs> they had I guess their their um, not their no the mayor of the mayor of the city was there as well. She was. She was she was part of it, and then but the who was the guy? I'm trying to think. Was that the president of of, of Japan? That was the prime minister. The prime minister. The prime got minister. It. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny that he pops up out of this pipe, Bizendik, and all of a sudden <laughs> pops out Super Mario, and he was dressed up like Super Mario. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But yeah, that, so that kind of again inspired me to start thinking of ideas for a coronation. And I am happy to introduce the, actually, this is going to be the first time it's broadcast out to the realm, but our theme this year for Coronation is going to be the story to be told of San Francisco. We are going nice. to do a throwback 
about San Francisco because who are we? We are San Francisco. We are the mother court. So we're going to talk about the history. We're going to talk about the existing events that take place now. I want to bring some sisters in. I want to bring some brothers in. I want to bring flaggers. I want to bring CHRSF, the band. I mean, a lot of these organizations were founded here and started. And as a result of the pioneering way back then, some of them 40 years ago, the Imperial Court 52 years ago, a lot of these groups are going long and strong throughout U.S., Canada, Mexico, and beyond with the with some with the band and so forth. So I I want it to be about San Francisco. And finally, the last part is the acknowledgement that it's, the torch is being passed on. It's now the next reigning. Let's let's go ahead and support them, versus it being just about us throughout that coronation. So I think that's my lesson or my gift, my last thought, which has been very long has been about the gift of giving. So preserve our history, know it, and make sure that we never forget that. But also let's not forget about the the struggles that were out there. Let's not forget about the future that's there. Let's make sure that we groom our next leaders to be able to take on the the opportunities that have been laid before us by many of the pioneers that were in those fights, that were gay bash, that had been part of hate hate crimes and that some of them that they lost their lives so again this go out there learn about your history we have an amazing lgbt society here in san francisco and for more of that you can go visit me on facebook at facebook.com slash saltobar well i'll post more information about our history in the lgbt community Guys, this has been a great experience for our episode this week. And next week, we'll be back again at House of Pride Radio with episode, I believe it's 142. Thanks again. Yeah, and and thanks to our sponsors, Sparky's Fun and Joy. Again, they are located on 115 Clement Street. And you can find them on the web at sparkysfunandjoy.com. House of Pride Radio, San Francisco, California. When I turn it on Off of my city Off of my home We're flying up No ceiling when we in our zone I got that Sunshine in my pocket Got that good soul in my feet I feel that hot blood in my body When it drops Ooh, I can't take my eyes off it Moving so phenomenally Come on like the way we rock it So don't stop Oh,
Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. Yes, it is, Curl. <laughs> it's the House of Pride show, episode 127. How do you keep count after like 100, girl? I, I wouldn't have even gotten that far. <laughs> girl, I don't know. Don't test me. <laughs> I'm your host, Rita Turner, my lovely and beautiful co-host, Pearl T. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. If you have a question for us, call us 415-550-0511. That's 415-550-0511. Well, it's another episode, Pearl Tees. How are you? Fabulous, girl. How are you doing over there? <laughs> I'm doing good. We're celebrating the 60s today because we have a couple of 60-themed parties going on in San Francisco this week. That's right up your alley, girl. It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let's get right into it. It's going to be a full house here at House of Pride Radio. Um, am I, can anyone hear me out there? <laughs> can I, I think, think of so, God? girl. All right. I can barely hear myself. Uh, let's start things off. We have a fabulous guest sitting with us. Uh, she is from the girl group entitled The Devil Etz. And um, we want to welcome to the House of Pride show the one and only Sweet, Sweet Tart. Hi. Hey, girl. What's going on? How are you? I'm great. I'm loving life. I'm so happy to be here. Well, cool. welcome. Thank you. So, Tweeka said you're from a girl group. What kind of girl group is this? So, the Devilettes are a 1960s-style synchronized go-go dance troupe. All right. Yes. Oh, how fierce is that? I've seen you guys perform. And uh, tell us about how big your, your troupe is. So, we vary. At our largest, we're about 18 girls. Wow. Uh, occasionally, we shrink down to about eight, depending on who's available to do a show. But um, we are a very large tribe. Well, you guys, like, all 18 go and do, like, one gig together? Yeah. That's it can get a little squished on stages, but, you know, the more fringe, the better. And it's choreographed and costumed? Yes, absolutely. Who it's, does your choreo choreography and costumes? So, our artistic director, Baby Doe, does all of our choreography. Uh, we kind of design costumes by committee, and we have uh, them professionally made for us. Okay, and how long have you been with the troupe? I am new to being with the troupe formally. I've been dancing with the Devilettes for about a year and a half now. Uh -huh. Awesome. How long have they been around? 20 years. Oh, I didn't realize that. Well, yes. quite a history there. Now, folks listening to us right now, you can go check them out in real time while you're listening to us at, on Facebook. And do they have a on website? On Facebook, we are The Devilettes. Our website is thedevilettes.com. We're also on Instagram. And now there's a hyphen between devil and ets. That is correct. So just so you guys don't get confused. But always the. If you just search for devilettes, then you get like a high school cheerleading troop in, I think, Arizona <laughs> or something. Oh, so you have to put the in front of it. T-A-T-Y. Yes, yes. The devilettes. The, the one and only. Yes. Uh, the, premier, the original. The, yes, the oh. original troupe, the Devilettes. And they, they rock it out to all sorts of songs, um, such as? Uh, pretty much anything that inspires us from the 60s or has a real kind of retro rock and roll feel. We love dancing to Elvis and Nancy Sinatra. Um, we have a great number that we're very excited about to Devil in, the, Devil in a Blue Dress. Uh, we have a Ramones number that is really, really fun and... and uh, Pretty much anything that makes us want to do the twist. Amen. All right, all right. So you have something for us. Uh, when is your <laughs> I next? I got a whole lot of something oh, for you. Yes, indeed. Right. When is your next uh, performance where we can see you? So we will be at Ain't Your Mama's Drag Show on Friday night at Balançoire. 
Awesome. Balance Heart Pearl, where is that again? Balance Heart is 2565 Mission Street, right in between 21st and 22nd on Mission. Awesome. So well rehearsed. Wow, she knows her <laughs> stuff. She knows her uh, She knows her venues. venues. Yes. Yeah, girl. Uh, this is Cruisin' Deleuze's show. It's called, uh, it's it's a free show. There's no cover, believe it or not. No cover and all ages. Yes, so 6 to 60. Yes. Tweaka, <laughs> <laughs> um, do you DJ that, that party? Uh, yes, I, I toss it off between me and Theodore. She's DJing this weekend. Oh. I have to DJ on a boat. Girl, I'm still waiting on those tickets. Girl, I, I you know, they're the very corporate over there I'll see if they don't give yeah I'll try uh-huh. I'll, I'll keep trying for right. if anyone's gonna get a pair of free tickets Pearl teases right I've been asking for years you guys <laughs> <laughs> anyway so how long what is your background in dance uh, I've actually been dancing almost since I could walk uh, my first pair of heels was my first pair of tap shoes when I was eight years old um, so I studied um, ballet since I was six until I was 18 and realized that that was a really stupid dream and <laughs> what was it that that was the you know the hurdle between your aspirations as a ballet dancer um my height how, how I, like everything I couldn't change about myself was what keep was keeping uh, me from being a professional <laughs> ballerina. <laughs> I imagine the, the the standards are pretty high up there for. Yeah, well, the trouble is if you're tall as a ballerina, then you're too tall to dance with the boys, so they don't want you. And they're that strict about that kind of thing? Oh, yes. Oh, God. Okay, so what did you, where did you go from there then? Uh, So, um, I briefly gave up on dance, and it was all very dramatic, hand to the forehead, wistful awfulness, uh, and moved to the Bay Area and was introduced to a whole new world of performance. Uh, so Yes, indeed, Pearl Tees. Right, and then th- is that how you got into go-going? Or how did you get into going if that's not? Yeah. <laughs> what, what was the first genre did you get into when you moved here? Was it performance art per se? Or? Um, it, w- <clears throat> it was the other kind of go-go dance. Oh, well, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, are you talking burlesque? Because we nah, love... It doesn't sound like no, no. Be, before burlesque, it was just the sexy girl on a box. Oh, go-go <laughs> box dancer. Yes. I love that. <laughs> that's, that's my fantasy. I would have. I would love to be a I, well, it's too late sure now. But. <laughs> it was good fun. It was terrible money, but the drinks were always free. Amen. Oh, girl. I know that feeling. <laughs> um, so what? Now, there's a few different go-go troops in the city. Why did you decide to choose... I don't know if you guys auditioned for the Devilettes. Uh, Yes, I did audition. Uh, So the Devilettes is the only troupe in America that does what we do, which is choreographed, synchronized, 60s-style go-go. Any other kind of go-go troupe that you see, they're they're either completely freestyle or it's it's much more modern. And we spend a lot of time actually researching and paying attention to what the original moves were when go-go was brought about in the 60s, because it's really important Mm -hmm. to us that it is a uniquely American art form, and we are really putting a lot of effort into keeping it alive. So how many how many 60s dances are there that were popular? Is it, do you have them all like... Oh or? my gosh, there's... <laughs> 
a nearly infinite number um, from the extremely silly dances that just mimic like animal movements, the monkey and the mouse and the fish and um, all of these very, very silly things to uh, things that you think of as more classic 60s dances like the twist and the mashed potato. Uh-huh. But it, the list goes on for miles. Do you guys try to cover most of those or do you have a set favorite group of 60s dances? have moves that we do more than others but we it's I mean it's such a broad uh you know sort of buffet of of things to pick from that it's just it's really fun to mix and match everything together and then come up with our own crap (laughs) a salad bar of goodness yeah (laughs) go go goodness so why did you choose the devilettes I had been watching the Devilettes perform at you know rock clubs and and burlesque shows for years. Um, they actually hadn't held auditions for seven years, and they finally decided that it was time to bring in some new blood. Uh, right. And I thought, I think that might be what I need right about now. I love. And that. it was it was just a perfect fit. Awesome. Let's take a short musical break. I pay homage to '60s dances with the Watusi. Yes. The Devilettes do sound fun. Let's bring in our other guest, Pearl Tees. All right. So in the house, we also have Miss Hollywood. Welcome. And her friend, Kitty. (laughs) Welcome, Kitty. Ladies. (laughs) (laughs) What do you all think of this Devilettes 60s fun? I think I want to watch it. Right. It's be groovy. Right. And by watch, I mean touch. Yeah. <laughs> Get up close and I don't personal. Think, I don't think Sweetheart does that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, with 18, with 18 go-go dancers. Looks are free, uh, but feels are going to cost you. <laughs> it's, it is a, I, I would think with 18 dancers on the floor, you're going to have table dances very close to you this Friday at Balançoir. Right. The fringe will fly. Hello. It's going to be like a car wash. You guys are going to be there. Uh, I think on Friday there's 
10 of us. That is sickening. Yeah. Girl. 10, girl, 10 girls serving it, girl, 60 style. Now, how, um, is there like a, is there like a lead devilette or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> how much drama do you guys have in your group? You know, the infighting? Uh, very little. We are, we are very much a, a sorority. Um, we all, we're like sisters. Sometimes we disagree and we squabble, but ultimately at the end of the day, we all love each other and we all do this because it's a true labor of love for us. So no one's pining for more attention. When no, it's, you know, it, it's hard to be the standout when there's, you know, 18 people yeah. on stage. <laughs> so who manages it then? So our artistic director is Baby Doe. Oh, she great, she great she, she hey, is Baby Doe, yes. shout out. Yeah, hey Baby Doe. Uh, so she incepted the group, and it was and she does almost all of our choreography, and she really drives the vision. The beginning. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. That is so cool to have someone with that much hands-on. Yeah, it's it's really inspiring because she has a very clear, very strong vision, and she just pushes straight for it. Well, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> now, what was the, that you said was originated in San Francisco, was it a 60s dance? The Swim. I did not know that. Yes. And there is a Bobby Freeman song called Swim, S-W-I-M, with, like, hyphens, and uh, there's a lyric in it, and he says, San Francisco did it. It made the whole town swing. And oh, then awesome. he talks about and doing the swim. If you were to describe to our listening audience how that uh, is executed. How I'm it, assuming it looks like you're swimming, girl. It looks <laughs> a little bit like you might be swimming, yeah. <laughs> One arm in front, the other arm in front. And then you can do a backstroke. The backstroke, yes. Is that by the same... That's it's it's all kind of the same idea. It's all the, the swim moves uh -huh. and, you know, a dive and, oh, and the, wow. the so hold your nose and do the snorkel. I love it. Oh, oh, oh my God, I can't get enough. Wow, this is fabulous. So um, besides Balance Squad, you have a full agenda of a, like sort of like a tour. Yeah, so we are actually, we are wrapping up our season. Uh, we just headlined the Texas Burlesque Festival in Austin. We just returned from that, which was an, an absolute blast. We loved doing it. And then uh, we have Balance Bar on Friday. And then later this month, we are performing at the Uptown Cabaret in Oakland. Oh. I think this is so exciting. I love 60s music and the 60s vibe. So I'm so glad you had um, some time to come on our show. Yes, I'm so and, happy to be here. And um, let's say it's a, the beginning of a relationship with us here at House of Pride. Is this the start of a beautiful friendship? Just the start of it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wear some flowers in our hair next Aww. time you guys come on over. Uh, just iterate one more time your website. The Devilettes. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. We are The Devilettes. Uh, on Instagram, also The Devilettes. And our website is thedevilettes.com. Awesome. Let's have a nice round of applause. Yeah. Yes, we got the Thanks, everybody. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Say to me 
All right, we're back. House of Pride Radio. How are you doing, Pearl Tees? Fabulous. How are you doing? You know I love the 1960s. Yes, you do. Mm. <laughs> anything before <laughs> the 80s, I swear, is up your alley. I know, it really is. It's, it's so strange. Um, got this, anything before the 70s, more like it. I do like s- disco music, too. That, that was a fun decade, all that glitter and sparkly stuff. Mm, I wasn't around for all that. I barely was myself, but I can appreciate retro music. <laughs> I sure can. <laughs> 80s was my, my time, and I was never into the 80s. If yours, your 90s were... Well, I was I was born at the end of the 80s. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I grew up listening to a lot of it. Yeah, I mean, 80s, a lot of people love the 80s, but mm-hmm. really my thing was before my time. What, what can you say? Anyways, uh, that was the Devil Let's. Folks, be sure to check them out. Devilettes.com. Uh, yes, indeed. We're talking with Hollywood and Kitty. Welcome, ladies. Hey. Hey. Hello. So, <laughs> so Hollywood, I saw you perform last Friday for the first time ever at, at oh, yeah. another Balançoire event. Uh, the last. It was 80s themed. 80s themed, right. The 80s. That, again, that was cru- cruising's going through the, these <laughs> themes. She's going to be calling us again, Cruzin Delu. Uh, and then if anyone else wants to call us, 415 550 0511. Don't be shy. I have to check to see if that 1978 phone is actually working. Right. <laughs> Please do. But now, what kind of performance do you do? Yes, do tell. All. All. <laughs> I think Hollywood. She's little, are you nervous? Would. <laughs> do I seem nervous? Uh, are you a, yeah. I'm are actually you a drag a entertainer all as well? Or? Um, I just kind of mix it up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I do whatever, whenever. What song did you choose last week? I did two. I did uh, Joan Jett, Bad Reputation, and Come On Eileen. That's right, but not the Dixie Riders No, version. I did a cover, uh, Save Ferris, a little ska band, mm-hmm. the hot lady lead. Right. How long have you been performing for? Since, well, pretty much my whole life. But I've been uh, doing weirder shit since like 2008 what do you mean weirder you can say it's just gotten a lot weirder since then well i mean (laughs) like on 420 i did a show where i pulled the lollipop out of my vag what Um, what flavor was it it was the kind that are like (laughs) yeah vag vag pop (laughs) rainbow flavored yeah it was actually rainbow it looks like a unicorn horn you know oh i love those those, yeah very tasty yeah. Sweet. So it's, it's more like <laughs> Soma type art. Sure. <laughs> Good one, Pearl. <laughs> yes, it's, so, it's south. Way yeah. south. Yes, girl. <laughs> south of Marquette. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> So you're part Native American, you told me last I week. Am. I found that you very interesting. Memory. Yes. Well, it's you're very fair-skinned and you have light eyes. Yeah. So how does all that mix in? You're not only Native American. Right. You know. I'm a mutt. You're a mutt. So but what, I just have my Native tribal membership cards. Are you down so, with the tribe? Yes. Okay. And yeah. we're talking about w- which tribe? I'm from the Choctaw Nation. Based in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's where they made us move, <laughs> you know? Were you, were they all over the, what, you know? I have a lot of family in Bakersfield. Oh, so Cali- West Coast. Which is like West. the Oklahoma of California. Okay. <laughs> well, how did you start getting into, like, drag-type performances? Um, well, I've always been weird, but I uh, modeled for... Uh, this event called Nude. It's in Tulsa, Oklahoma every year. And it's just like a kink uh-huh. variety weirdness art show. Uh-huh. Is that a thriving artsy town? Would you um, say? Tulsa's the most artsy town in Oklahoma. <laughs> it's the best of the of what they have there. <laughs> <pretty much. laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, so I modeled for that, and then some burlesque dancers caught caught a glimpse of me and kind of forced me to do their show. Burlesque? Yeah. You burlesque? Yeah. That is cool. How long have you been doing burlesque for? Um, that was 2008, I believe. Okay. So that would be... There's actually, do you do burlesque math. in San Francisco? There's a yeah. couple of uh, troops. I kind of did the other day, too. At, yeah. Uh, burlesque I mean, I is so different off. from drag. When I f- did my first variety show with burlesque dancers, I, I had met girls that had been doing dr- uh, burlesque for like six years, and they were like, oh, yeah, I'm still a baby. I've only been doing this for six years. And I'm like, mm-hmm. girl, six years, and that's a baby. I've been doing <laughs> drag for about that amount of time, and I don't consider myself a baby, yeah. so it's very different. It's a different groove yeah. altogether. It's um, a very different scene. Have you ever tried it, Pearl? Burlesque now, boo. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. come on. Now that you're growing some girls, <laughs> right. Right, now, you know. I'll wait until I actually have them. <laughs> I see them right now. Right, but they're not where they're supposed to be. Okay. <laughs> they're, look, they're looking pretty good to me. Well, I think when I do get mine, even when I do drag, like, I'm not going to be one of these queens that go out and, like, pasties. And oh, yeah. They'll be for, like, my special men. Yeah. Are you, know. you going to get argumented in with some silicone? Argumented? What is, yeah. Breast augmentation, yes, <laughs> I am. You are? How big are you thinking? We are off point? topic, Tweeka. <laughs> You're already teasing my pearl, I must well, say. Yeah. <laughs> are you... Are you a, Big dreamer or mid-sized dreamer? We'll go with whatever the doctor tells me to. Yeah, because I, let me just plan. say what's happening to you now. You're gorgeous. It's totally working. Thank you, and, sweet. And um, everything looks natural, and you really are, you're, you're making it happen. You're so sweet. It's true, though. But we do have a guest weekend. I know. It's all, it's all related. <laughs> it's, it's all, it's all it good. It all comes back around. Um, yes. So this it's interesting. Titties, so. So, I mean, talk about know. that all day. So, <laughs> right, I haven't right. forgotten about it. I'm actually we're coming around. We're sleeping around here. It's I, all right. It's all right. I, 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 yeah, I understand distractions. Right. Hollywood. So last week um, you had mentioned that um, you know uh, you recently moved back to the Bay Area. Kind of. And because you had some unfortunate happenings in Oklahoma where you're bus that you were living in burned down unfortunately in somebody's driveway (laughs) yes um she lived in a a bus with did you lose a lot of like that is so cool artistic materials like costumes yes everything so it's heavy yeah yeah for sure but i saved my dog and my friend so and your life yeah some electrical something who Uh, knows really it's like you're Uh, starting from from the, the ashes yeah. building back up. Yeah, something like that. Your phoenix. <laughs> That's what I hear. Phoenix <laughs> rising from the ashes. That's what I hear. So Kitty, she brought Hollywood brought along her friend Kitty, who works at the Little Boxes Theater. How long have you... I'm sorry. Yes, it's true. How long have you been there? Um, we have... Started it from ground zero uh, oh, wow. about two and a half years ago. It was a raw space uh, that we found on Craigslist, a one-liner, and uh, no, no photos, no, no frills, nothing. Pigeon shit, basically. <laughs> um, no, there were pigeons living in there. <laughs> I believe. And uh, now we've made it into. Um, Kind of a underground renegade theater, art space, um, event space, rehearsal space, workshops. Love it. The, the Devilettes actually rehearsed the, 